This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. So when you realized Christmas was ruined, how did you feel? How do you think I felt? Absolutely devastated. Absolutely devastated. The words of a heartbroken mother. So while you're home today eating your sweet, sweet holiday turkey, I hope you'll all choke just a little bit. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. It's Christmas! Ding, ding, dingling, ding, ding, dingling. Santa's on his way. It's Christmas in July. Happy and Christmas we're in eating July. Pie. <laughs> we're not eating pie. I don't know why I said that. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That's right. It's <laughs> Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedia compendium for all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. My name is Greg. My name is. Alan. And we're talking about Christmas today. Talking about miracles. Miracles, Christmas. Like, like magnets. Magnets are miracles. How the fuck do they work? <laughs> um, magic. Yep. It's the, the only thing that's left of the old world of magic mm. is magnets. Mm. And the pyramids. And the pyramids. They're built by aliens, you know. <laughs> yes, I've seen that movie. Uh, yes, I've seen all of them. Stargate, Stargate, <laughs> Alien versus Predator. <laughs> Is that a plot point in that as well? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's uh, it's a bad thing. Don't do it. It's a stupid plot point. Yep. Stop doing it. Very bad. Don't do it. Um. So, Greg. Yeah, Alan, talk to me. How have you been? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm still. For you to talk I, to me. <laughs> I keep. Uh, I keep trying to snap a picture of that two-story outhouse, but I keep forgetting. <laughs> One day. One you day. Gotta, you got to pose it for the blog. Yeah. You know. It might be the. Uh, it might. It might be the thing that I do when I go back to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should just do like you should make your Instagram account the two-story outhouse, <laughs> and just do different pictures of it every every week or so. <laughs> Here's oh. it from behind, or like, oh know. no, <laughs> oh no, I might do that. That's really, that's a really great way to contribute. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's what the internet needs. It has everything except that. It's what it deserves. That's right. <laughs> uh, you're going on a trip soon. Yeah, yeah, going on a trip on Saturday. So to uh, yeah. beautiful British Columbia. Beautiful British Columbia. What are you doing there? I am going to see. Ali's dad, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to see my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and driving, driving. Yeah, we're driving. You're driving there. Yeah. Oh shit. Fly on in this climate. From what I hear, it's great. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not going internationally, right? Like if you're within Canada, uh, our buddy Charles, past and future guest, uh, went to Summerland recently in BC, 
and uh, that's pick- like right next to where I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He flew to Kelowna. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the closest airport. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was just like, yeah, honestly, like it's it's kind of great because like the like no one's sitting next to you because they like the seats are yeah you know you're seated so that you're not next to people and very few it's like fifty percent at the most capacity. Um, and like I went to pick him up when he came back, and I was just like, it's it's eerie, but like how dead the airport is you know because no one's traveling obviously yeah but i was also like but also like this sounds like my perfect way to travel <laughs> yeah and flights are insanely cheap mm. so just think about it is all I'm, saying. I'm thinking about it now <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um but you know there's always that he, he even said like he, he has that like unbearable guilt of like what if he finds out in a week like oh a bunch of people in summerland now <laughs> and it's like i was patient zero yeah so you, know. you never know you never know you never listen know. it's an airborne virus we they, can't they've confirmed that well now? no <laughs> okay a bunch of medical professionals are begging the the who to to say that though oh yeah yeah because they think it is it basically is it's idea is it's droplets and you know theoretically that I think that's uh, slightly different than airborne. Yeah, um, I'm not I'm not a doctor. I don't know, guys. This isn't this isn't medical talk. This isn't in the in the house with house MD. I don't know. <laughs> Bringing down the house MD. But it it better. could it could be you know mm, mm, ah fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the fear in his eyes, everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Don't ever speak. Here's a tip. <laughs> don't ever speak unless you have something you're going to yeah, say. That's a good That's a good thing, you know, just in your life. Just don't open your mouth. <laughs> if you have nothing, yeah. just keep it shut. Just keep it shut. And you'll probably go far. Mm. For example, don't lie about uh, your Christmas tree burning down. See, this is where we get into it. But first, how have you been, Alan? I've been uh, good. I had three different trivia events this week. Holy crap. And that was a little stressful, but they're all done now. I just finished one earlier this afternoon. Oh, wow. Um, and it, they all went fine. <laughs> so Just fine? Yeah. Nothing Nothing gangbusters. Nothing but, to write uh, home about? The thing about like corporate corporate people who hire me out, like... They, they often oh, it's aren't. A, sorry, it's corporate. Like it was a private. There function? was two different private ones, and then my regular Wednesday one. But the the corporate ones, like oftentimes, they don't seem to realize. Like you still have to like get people to come. I'm not in charge of marketing for your company. Like you hire me, I'm going to do the event. Just like if you plan an, an an event anywhere, right? Like I'm not the person putting on the event isn't in charge of getting the people there, <laughs> and so. Uh, anyway, that being said, it was just like, uh, you know. Especially if it's a corporate event. Well, yeah. And it's just like, and oftentimes I'm like, just tell them it's, man- like, not mandatory, but you know what I mean? Just be like, hey, we're doing this thing for work and you need to come. That's mandatory. Well, yeah. <laughs> just say mandatory. I feel like mandatory is this weird, uh, in every, like, kind of corporate job I've ever had, this weird thing that no one ever wants to say because then it sounds like they're forcing you to do it. Well, they, they, do, are. And they want. I know, and they are, and but they I don't want it to they sound that just, way. I just wish they would. They would cut through the bullshit. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. I was like, if it's mandatory, fucking say it. Yeah, because if they you want don't, it to be fun, right? Well, the they, thing is, like, if, oh, it's a fun like mixer, and it's a it's bonding and company, etc. It's, it's not. And it's like, no, no, you just want us to. 
<laughs> you want to you want to you want to put morale up by giving us liquor and stuff and you know if it's mandatory say it yeah and that's and then people will be there that's fine um, then they'll be there and but uh yeah i mean with these i usually don't expect a lot of people anyway um so it doesn't bother me um in fact it's a lot easier for me to manage when there's like sure four or five teams versus you know possibly like i i always say like here's the thing my max number is 100 if you're gonna get anywhere near that let me know because i might need to upgrade and they're like oh no probably not i'm like good <laughs> but sometimes they like they're a little um ambitious and they're like we'll cap it at 100 and i'm like yeah you do that <laughs> <laughs> like 20 people show up i'm like yeah like you're fine <laughs> you're gonna be fine anyway but it's fun um it's always hard to mitigate the difficulty level for corporate uh, ones because it's usually not people who are like big trivia fans. So this is live in person. Uh, it's live. It's over over the internet. Oh, okay. Like it's still a, a Zoom room that okay. I've been doing for these ones. Um, the Zoom room. The Zoom room. Um, we all know what Zoom is now. Come Remember, in. Like a year ago, if you're like, hey, I'm, I'm doing a Zoom, I'd be like, what the hell is that? What the hell are you talking about? I would be like, I record on a Zoom. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. That's all I knew. Yeah. And uh, now it's ubiquitous. It's like Bitcoin. Mm. What's that? Hmm? <laughs> it's a uh, sort of a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you get if you mine one Bitcoin, it's worth like lots of real cash. Do you have any Bitcoin you can sell me? I don't, and wouldn't if I did. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want that real cash. <laughs> well, no, when you I'd, think about it, all currency is cryptocurrency. All, all currency is fake. It's yeah. a lie. <laughs> it's only the value we put on it. That's right. As a society. Uh, speaking of money. Yeah. The Simpsons get a bunch of money in this episode. 15 grand. Uh, this episode, of course, is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, which is the 10th episode of season nine, written by Ron Hauge. Oh, we've talked about this guy before. Uh, directed yeah. by Bob Anderson. You did the same thing. I know, because I don't know how to say his name, and I like saying it the way I do. I do, too. Uh, I think it's great. Original air date, December 21st, 1997. Just in time for Christmas. Ron Hauge. Uh, Hauge. When, sorry? December 21st. Oh, wow. They yeah. did it. They did it. They really did it. Yep. The Simpsons, we've talked about this before, has a really spotty record with Christmas, considering it started on Christmas. Yeah, they have. Uh, this is, I believe, the third Christmas episode yeah. they've done in yeah. seven or uh, nine seasons. It's it's this one, Marge, be not proud, and, and the, the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Those are the and okay, there's like some you, that have like elements of Christmas sometimes. Yeah, you can Mr. Like, Plow. You could maybe call one. It's, and, it has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's snowy. And they sometimes like sometimes they'll they'll be like, oh, Grift of the Magi, right. is in there as well. That's later. That's after. this. Yes, it's yeah. after this. It's after our our mandate and um i think we've already done it we did for patreon uh, yeah patreon um patreon plug it's bad. um <laughs> our episode on it's great yeah <laughs> we really knock it out of the yeah, park but um, the episode's not great anyway yeah episode's not great and it's kind of only christmasy in the last the act. last yeah. yeah um kind of only out of it's like to to, to, to give it stakes is really yeah. all it is. Um, anyway, well, we, we talk about, about it. Yeah. And so yeah. We talk about it a lot. So, like, the Simpsons don't really do Christmas in the Golden Age. Correct. And so they whenever go, they, they do, things to do... <laughs> well, the thing is, whenever they do, I get excited about it. Sure. Because it's snowy out. It looks different. Mm-hmm. And they get to wear their fun... 
Maggie's in her starfish yeah. outfit. Yeah. Would they put Mountain of Madness in there just because it's they go to, they go it's no. they go to a place that's snowy? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> All right. I just like unconsciously said it that way, and I was like, "That's weird." I was thinking about this scene um, <laughs> while I was setting up uh, the mics today. It was like you were my brother, Anakin. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but it, uh-huh. it jumped into my head like a leopard, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bad scene." <laughs> McGregor's going for it, though. He is. Yeah, it's so is so is Christensen. I mean, so is Christensen. He's just he's he's a he's a lava man, and he's saying, "I hate you." Yeah. And you're like, "Wait, maybe we should think rethink this." Yeah, because I actually don't mind uh, Obi Wan's lines in that. But no, I, I, I don't. don't like. Uh, I don't Anakin's. like how they. So I should say I don't like how they get there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the ninety you don't like minute. That he has fight. the high ground. <laughs> I don't like that they have that he has the high ground. I don't like that he has a ninety minute fight scene. <laughs> Uh, they, they swing on ropes. But they swing on ropes above a lot. It's just it's silly. It's, it's so it's so extra. We gotta really up the stakes. Yeah, we got, the lightsaber duels are really important. You know who's pretty good at that? Hmm. It's Gore Verbinski. Upping the stakes. What, what's in, he good at? In, fi- in fight sequences, like oh. it, like making like the environments changing in fight sequences by and and co- coincidingly uh, upping the stakes while doing it. You said Gore Verbinski, who I now know is the director of feature films such as the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Yes. I thought you said Gore Vidal. (laughs) (laughs) And I was very confused. (laughs) Alan just lost it (laughs) across from me. It was just like, oh, no. You know who's good at that? (laughs) Gore Vidal. I'm like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? Read some of his works. You'll know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Gore Vidal? He's like a politician. He, he wrote. Oh, he's a writer. He's a writer. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I only think of Vidal Sassoon now. <laughs> oh my God. You're so off. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Talking about Christmas. Now I have to look up okay. Gore Vidal and tell you exactly who he is. Okay. And I'll look up Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> no, you don't. A shampoo, I believe. He was an American writer and public intellectual known for his epigrammatic wit and patrician manner and polished style of writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I know him for. He's known for The City and the Pillar, Julian, Maya Breckenridge, Burr. I assume that's about Aaron Burr and Lincoln. Oh, it's not like Burr, like B R R. It is. It's no. It's B U R R. It's like it's like about it's about snow. Am I right? It's about living in Antarctica. I called it Burr. Um, speaking of snow. Oh, yeah. There's snow in this episode. <laughs> snow covers all. Snow. Co- oh. Bart. So you're excited. You're often excited for Christmas episodes. Uh, I like Marge Be Not Proud quite a lot. Quite a lot. Uh, yeah, this. I think, um, in fact, was it my number one of that year? This, this podcast uh, turned me around on it. If I remember, it's my correctly. number two from season seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, followed or beat only by two bad neighbors, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a great episode in my opinion. This one is not a good episode in my opinion. Can you guess why? <laughs> um, I think it has. I think it, I think it has a lot of. I think it has a lot of moments. Okay. Um, but my guess is. It's very uh, like it's got a it's got a very cynical side. 
to it. And uh, there's a theme to this season. It's the nihilism. It's the it's the cynicism, the nihilism. It's yeah. the the mean spiritedness, just rampant throughout. We're not even like Millhouse getting hit by a snowball is funny because it's happening to everybody. When it's just Millhouse getting hit, getting picked on, that's funny. Yeah. When everyone's getting picked on, including Marge and Lisa and, I mean, even Mo. <laughs> I'll say it. Even Mo. Even Mo. I'm like, leave him alone. <laughs> He's a businessman. He's doing his best. Um, that's not true. Mo's a piece of shit. But you know what I mean? It's just there's there's too much just meanness. And especially for a Christmas episode where I just I feel like if you're going to do a Christmas episode, like you have to have some sweetness to it. You should. Yeah. I don't I don't care for a Christmas episode that's mean. There should be a lesson at the end of the day, yeah. and also a something to hold on to a a Dahu Doris moment, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, and all the who's down in Whoville, and all the noise, noise, noise. Well, no, oh. that the after part where he's like, oh, no, the noise. He's like, and he, he, he loves the noise. Well, he, they sang without packages, boxes, the, or bags. That's what I'm talking the, about here. <laughs> I'm talking about the end. You're talking about the beginning. I'm talking about how the Grinch loves the Who's throughout that whole classic cartoon. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you, Alan? What? <laughs> um, we should do a commentary track on it because I don't <laughs> think you've seen the Grinch. <laughs> I've listened to the audiobook. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah, to do a commentary track on <laughs> how the Grinch stole Christmas. That would be. It's very short. It is. Yeah. Very short, Seuss book. Very sweet and very easy to digest, uh, exploit. I guess okay. I don't know <laughs> for our own oh, game. No. <laughs> I forgot that's your <laughs> your mission statement. Yeah, money. Who can we exploit? How do, who can I exploit for money? That's <laughs> who can I do this versus me, Greg Wilson. <laughs> I, I all I care about is <laughs> is money. Is money. Sweet, sweet money. <laughs> We've all known that since the beginning. <laughs> oh, you're a uh, you're money monster. Yeah. So, do you like this episode? <sighs> I have a lot more to say, but yeah, I know. I want to I I I get your basic thoughts. Yeah. Um, this one was tough yeah. for me because I liked a lot of it. Some of the stuff I actually liked the most was Bart. Sure. In this, because I. When I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I feel for this kid. He's so he's just so excited about Christmas." And when they gather around the tree, guessing each other's presents, it's such a family moment. And he and Lisa are so on that level that I really like it. And when Marge comes in, it's like, uh, "Bart, put down your sister's <laughs> sweater." Yeah, I'm like, "That's really funny." And it's a really great little Simpsons moment. And even when he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink all this water so I can wake up right on time, I'm like, that's 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 right. That's the stuff right there. Good job, kid. Because you wanna you want crisp when you're ten, you know, this is the only Simpsons episode to me that captures Christmas night. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. 
the sense that oh it's never gonna come and and even when it does mom won't let us open our presents until and even marge being like for once we're gonna have christmas as a family i'm like i get that too because i love that about christmas i love opening presents together yeah and i guess that's that's where i i find the premise a little forced uh but the, uh, it's my for my experience like i never w- would have wanted to go open presents by myself that's totally fair. You know and what I mean? Like Bart's... The, I, but I know a lot of kids who did. Weird. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. It's insane. Yeah. But I do know a lot of kids who just be like... That's uh, kids opening presents. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we got it. <laughs> Good. And... And oh, it's gremlins! They, yeah, they and you get a gremlin. Yeah. And don't feed it after midnight. <laughs> and... <laughs> it's always after midnight. In Gremlin Land, just in the world, uh, that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah, don't ever feed them; they want them to die. Jesus! <laughs> Until they get a new batch. That's right. It's a good batch. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. Jesus Christ! Some <laughs> gremlins, right? Ripping open presents. Yeah, you rip open presents by yourself, and I, I, I absolutely never understood that. But it's a thing that happens. It's absolutely a thing that happens. Hmm. And Marge, it, 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 to me, it completely tracks with The Simpsons that every once in a while, maybe not, maybe, maybe last year, maybe the year before, maybe two years in a row, <laughs> like they, the kids woke up early and just like tore into their presence. Here's the thing. I can buy all the kids doing it. Yeah. I can't, I don't buy Bart doing it by himself. I don't know. I like, I get, I, it's not like a, a zero to one it's not like it's I don't buy it at all. It's just it's forced to me a bit um, to get and I think, down there. Uh, not to not to harp on your criticism, but I think <laughs> uh-huh. you're being a little hard on this episode just for that. Oh, no, I got way I wanna, worse problems. That's I want to like, hear I want to hear the, the real problems, because that to me is something that I can a thousand percent accept. Um, even oh, even up until he sets it on fire, the because it's such an accident, it's. When he when he walks down the stairs, it's the same exact thing to me as Marge be not proud, where like he does this thing that he sees other people do, and that should be fine. He shoplifts, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets in trouble for it. And it's just a nightmare. It becomes a child's <laughs> nightmare. And this one doubles down on that by making it what if you woke up and just opened your present and threw pretty much no fault of your own destroyed christmas yeah what would you do and i like that premise and i like how he reacts i love snow covers all <laughs> because well for one it's like he's hiding a body yeah. and i think it's very funny and and snow melts and snow melts we so i know later pure white snow does not cover all correct that's the that's the that's trick the lesson yeah that's the lesson there it is hey this episode just got better. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Um, but, but, that's first act stuff. Yeah. No, I just, I'll say one more thing about it. I don't, I, I think that if they had played into the idea of him sneaking down to like peek at his presence, but was planning on, which I think is, is the kind of idea behind it. 
is that he wasn't like just gonna go and rah 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 like like he said he was like because he actually like he has a little knife to yep. open Selma's thing, um, and then he he doesn't tear open the present. He like takes it off by the tape, so you can tell he's like theoretically he's gonna put it back, tape it back up, and then like open it later with yeah. the family. That makes sense to me because like there's definitely been times when I was a little kid and I knew the presents were there. And I'd like sneak upstairs and just t- sneak a peek and then go back to bed and be like, oh, I'm going to get a technodrome. Go back downstairs. <laughs> um, but go like actually going and like starting to play with the toys is where it gets a little murky for me. But again, doesn't matter. That's how they need to get to the premise. Uh, the premise is he accidentally burns down the tree. Um, I think everything that kind of happens after that is is almost worse to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, because... There's just so many, so many things. I mean, first of all, like Homer's a piece of shit. This whole episode, I hate him. We're just really um, glad the episode's not about him. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's mostly it's a, it's an ensemble piece with the family. Yeah, which I actually like. That's something yeah. I like about the episode is that uh, it's about the family. Yeah, it's it's the we we're with the family for most of it, and Bart is dealing with his guilt throughout, and that makes sense. That's that's a good premise. Um, the resolution of almost everything is so poorly done, though. It's so bizarre. Like, A, when they find out that the tree burned down, they shouldn't, like, I, I just, I hate, I hate Lisa going to strangle him. I hate Homer joining in. Like, that's just, like, that's such the wrong attitude for this family to have. Oh, there was a fire and miraculously only the tree burned down? That's amazing. That's a miracle. Like, even when I was watching this, I'm like, it's insane. The tree goes up. Like, I get the, it's like plastic and it's, you know, it burns quickly, whatever. But it's, it's bananas that nothing else started catching on fire and he didn't burn the whole house down. Right. And, and then the same thing when the town finds out what actually happened, they should still be like, oh, like, that's still shitty. Like, you're, whole christmas burned up even though no one stole it it's you still lost christmas and it was an accident it's not like he did it he, he wasn't a little arsonist that mm-hmm. did it on purpose mm-hmm. you know and i <sighs> again like them coming together and giving them money and that kind of thing would have been a nice it's a wonderful life-esque ending to the episode rather than a midpoint because then they need to like reveal the truth um like if they were just if the whole burglar thing happened or like, you know, Bart told them about the burglar thing and then the town was just like feeling for them and then they find out, oh no, it was like, it was burned down and they think, oh, the town's going to hate us. And then it's like, oh, it's a miracle. And they're like, yeah, like no one should be without Christmas. No matter how, no matter what happened. Yeah. You know, this was still no fault of your own. Here's a bunch of money. Uh, go buy yourself something nice. Alan, hmm? honestly, that's a much better episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's a much, much better episode. And I think where I start losing this episode is in the exact same place. Yeah. It's because I really do like, I really do like the episode up until Lisa starts strangling Bart. Yeah. Um, it's not in her character. Uh, Homer, I, uh, at this I point, mean, especially at this point, in this episode, in I this buy it. Season, yeah, it, it would make sense for him to do it. But yeah, yeah, Lisa doing it first is this weird subversion they're trying to do where it's like, you know, she says, why you little? And then Lisa, no, your hands are too, too weak. I, I get the, I, I get where they're coming from. It's, it's, it's I a, understand the it's, impulse. It's a funny idea, 
that doesn't the execution doesn't work. like it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, it's when he tells them because he wasn't found out. Yeah. Like he's sitting in the corner. He's feeling so guilty. He's so, is the guilt, the unbearable guilt. <laughs> And, and that's the right choice for his character. This is something that I forget about this episode, and it's something I really love about this episode, is that he never gets found out. No. He comes clean on his own yeah. to his family. And then arguably, like, the family gets, quote-unquote, found out yeah. after that because they find the tree. Um, and yeah, again, it's just that, it's that weird thing where they... It's that moment that they undercut. Yeah. They undercut their own moment that they're, re- that they're building really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in it, yeah, and you're right. In any like, in any true Christmas story, something would change. Something would, you know, like the perhaps the town would would gather together. But the, it's it's an unfortunate it's unfortunate that this is only the middle <laughs> of the episode. It's crazy that that there's still a whole act to go. Yeah. And that's and that's I think that's the problem is that they they have that whole act to do to to go and so they they write in this weird um, the town hates them it's a shunned plot yeah and then oh suddenly the town loves them oh yeah we're just stealing all of your things and that'll make up for it and I again I just I don't buy that either like if I gave someone a bunch of money and found out they were fraud I wouldn't be like oh I, I'm taking your cutlery. You know, like, <laughs> if they, if I, uh, what would you do? Uh, I would, I would, I would probably want my money back. Sure. In like all honesty, but I wouldn't expect it. I'd be like, well, that sucks that I got like, uh, you, you got cheated, frauded. cheated out you of, got yeah. Frauded. yeah, I got cheated on my money. That's unfortunate for me and they suck and I hope karma gets them, but I'm not going to be like, I'm going to go to your house and steal stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I I get that it's the mob mentality of Springfield, but again, I just I I don't like the mob mentality used in this way. There's a good headline: uh, "Mob mulls over options." Right. <laughs> I, I I like that. That's a good headline. Yeah. And it's all, like I was thinking of the uh, Bart's Comet episode too, where you know everyone's like, "Flanders, get the hell out of here," and you think the episode's gonna go in a very like kind of cynical, like mean spirited way, where it's like, "Yeah, we all." We all know we don't. The one person we don't need it's fucking Ned Flanders. Get out of here, Churchy. Um, but then the ending of the episode is like, no, no, no. Like people are good. <laughs> Even these people. Even these people. Even Springfield. Yeah. And that's. And the episode end. This episode ends with just the family. Uh, and it has that mo- again. It has that moment where it's like, um, uh, what all we really need is each other or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we had each other before, and then we could have had all our stuff too. And that's like that. I think that's the quintessential like line of the season, where it's like it's it has a nice sentiment undercut by cynicism immediately after, and because yeah, there even if they went this route and the episode went exactly as it did, and the ending had a nice sweet all we need is each other, but they, Alan, that could have been okay. Alan, yeah, we live in a cynical. Fuck world. you. <laughs> um no i completely i i completely agree with you because they try to make it sweet at the end with them chasing each other with the washcloth right yeah it's kind of nice and that's it's it's got that hint of like oh like i would have liked that more yeah (laughs) more of that i would like more of that please yeah 
More of that. Yeah. More of that and in the episode. Of the, less of, you know, Homer yelling at his wife. And I will say, I do like the imagery of their empty house. Yes. Agreed. I think it's well rendered. I think Again, like, it looks good. They could get to that point by having an actual burglar. They could. You yep. know? And then it's like a boy who cried wolf kind of situation. It's like, yeah, we're not buying it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, I guess we just have each other. And then they, you know, they have that same imagery. It could be very sweet still. Um, just the town robbing them. I, it's, it's so dumb. <laughs> well, tell me what you really think. Holy oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So after, mm. after Bart reveals that he's um he made up the burglar he, he's the fraud yeah he has frauded um Kent Brockman shows up mm-hmm. and we get that um scene where they they all lie yeah essentially and um i like that part i i think that part is i think that's i think that's very funny uh which is um which which is interesting because like <laughs> It shows me that the that the episode continues to have merit even after I stop liking it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean listen, this whole season, even episodes I dislike, there's always moments I like. Sure. There's some good jokes. Yeah. There's some things that I think are funny, and there's some good character moments, but when the stew is mostly shit, <laughs> it's hard to enjoy it, you know? Still eating shit stew at can, the end of the day. Have some, I don't know, some... Doesn't, sh- doesn't matter if you have cubed lamb in there. Sure, yeah, that sounds delicious, but <laughs> yeah. it's still shit. It's still stewed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, do not make that for our next BBBQ. <laughs> never appeared. Please. It's never appeared in an episode. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, and again, like, I like the, I like the, the things that they do with the concept, but I just don't like the concept when they when they lie to Kent. Again, it's it's like, oh, we just found out that there wasn't a burglar, but our tree burned down by accident, and they're like so nervous about revealing it. They could just be like, yeah, it turns out, uh, no one stole it; it burned down. Like, I just don't, I don't get why that's like. No, just like it I, because they lied is the only reason but see that's the thing nixon said nixon hmm? said it's the lie that gets you sure it's not the cover-up yeah it's lying about it but a 10 year old boy lying about something he's terrified of revealing it's the cover-up alan <laughs> it's unforgivable I, I don't believe that i did anything that's I, impeachable I, i've been uh, they've they've said that i am a crook well i am not a <laughs> i'm not a crook I just watched that movie again. Frost Nixon? No. Oh. Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> the prequel. The pre <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say it? Yeah. You gonna say this? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> One of us had to. We need to get a guest on this um. show again. <laughs> well, the world needs to be better. That's true. That's so true. we can get people in our lives again. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. Uh, I have. I have a guest for Joy of Sect. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is it someone who is in a cult? A booked a guest. Booked. Is it Holly Rome? No, but that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her why she spells her name that way. It's fascinating. 
Something to do with the number six. I can't listen to our exactly. summer of four foot two episodes. That's right. More on that crazy, crazy world that our friend Holly grew up in. That's right. Uh, so what did we like in this episode? Let's 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 try and shift gears a bit. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um. So there's these two kids that Both show like indignity that show up every once in a while in Fair, Fair Springfield, Springfield, where we later seen. That's right. Um, and they are pure plot points, plot devices. And when do they show up again? Like in a different episode? Do you know? Uh, is this the first time we've seen them? I think so. Oh man, because they're they're great. There's like there there was a a prototype, um, little Joey. Yeah, that Homer talks to in one episode. Show we will, Mister Homer. Show we will. <laughs> um, I can't yeah. remember what episode that's in, but that's one we've done. I'm pretty sure. Um. But these two, I, uh, like isn't urchins. that no? That's uh, that's Maggie makes three. Oh, is it? Yeah, because he was working at the bowling alley. Right, that's right. Yes. Um, but these, are, yeah, these are like the two urchins. I think they're kind of colloquially known as. Yeah. And the reason I ask is I remember. Poor Violet. Poor Violet. <laughs> I remember like like a more hacky cough <laughs> by one of them. It was the Simpsons wiki fandom <laughs> calls her <laughs> occupation sympathy orphan. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. her brother Patches. Patches, right? Yeah. When do they show up next? Um, so they they give Bart their only dollar of vitamin money. Um, you can't get many vitamins with a dollar. No, you really can't. Um Praise Land. I'm going to Praise Land. That's why we, did, we know. We did it for a we, Patreon. We did that for a Patreon. That's, I think that was my maybe my favorite part of, of that. Of course. Episode. They're yeah. hilarious. They're I just, so I just love funny. the like like, yeah, that's okay. I don't need to eat or something then <laughs> like just like a fucking like eighty year old man cough. It's so transparent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah. It's funny it's seeing funny. them because their their plot function is just like the the writers don't give a shit. No. They're like, <laughs> like how can we how can we needle Bart more? Yeah. For, for his guilt. That's and, all they're there for is to drive up guilt. And you know what? I'm here for it. Yeah. I think it's funny. It works. Um, I do really like the um, I I like. I mean, after. I've said pretty much everything about the first act I'm I'm into. I even like Homer's scam of going over the announcements and saying aisle nine is now open oh, for geez. your or for for your shopping needs. And he's like, and he just fills the bag, puts money in the cash register, and runs off. I think that's kind of brilliant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they're gonna put posters of you up at uh, every Walmart from now on. I don't shop at Walmart. Well, yeah. Because you're a thief. <laughs> All my shirts that I bought from Walmart are still fine, so I don't need to go back. <laughs> you hear that? Walmart makes quality shirts. Just fine. They last for, I don't know, five years? When was the last time you were there? Oh, I don't want to say. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to say how long I've You don't want to out I've, yourself. I've had the same wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think I outed myself that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> by refusing sure to answer. Yep. <laughs> silence is incriminating yeah. silence is very incriminating i should Your just silence will only incriminate you further a year it's been a year that's <laughs> it 
Mr. Wilson, did you just commit perjury on a podcast? <laughs> Fortunately, I did. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like that bit. No, of course not. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I like the car salesman. I think the car salesman is funny. Pretty funny. I think he's funny. Yeah. I, I think every line he has is a joke, and it's actually a good one. Um, you just poke me with your pen. Yeah. Or no, it's like sorry, sorry, I just poked you with my pen. Oh, you did it again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is this car fifteen thousand dollars? It is it now. It is now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun little scene. Yeah, it's followed up by a by a moment I really dislike. Just the car crash. I hate that. Yeah, or a car explosion. Anyway. Car falling into under the ice, and then exploding. Then exploding, like in the snowman. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that movie. <laughs> I gave you all the clues, Mr. <laughs> Policeman. <laughs> Harry Hole. Um, <laughs> that's the lead character's name. That's his name. Yeah. Um, I, we're just detective, saying. Detective Harry Hole. We're just saying, just saying the name. His just name. Saying I don't the know name. What are you problem? laughing about, audience? What's so funny What's about so that? What's so funny? That's his name. He's a detective. His first we're gonna name's make, Harry. Last name's Hole. We're going to make five of these movies. Yep, absolutely. The first one's going to do very well. We got Val Kilmer. Uh, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I will never not like talking about that movie. It's fascinating it's to me. insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that part's bad. Um, the car crash. It's honestly my least favorite part in the whole episode. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know if I could pick, but it's up there. Uh, I just think the, especially when they're like spinning, and they're all like yelling different instructions. Yeah. Again, it's just it's it's that weird like, cartoony logic, but in the real world, in quote unquote real world, you know, um, that just doesn't work for me as well. And when he's endangering his whole entire family. Yeah, that's what I. You know. Yeah, that's the stuff. And, and everyone's like, kind of calm about it overall. Cause like how they've all they've done this almost two hundred times now. Yeah, it's just it's bad. And my God, they're gonna let us know. Oh yes, trash the Titans, baby. Yeah. Um. What else did I like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I honestly just think the 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 premise uh, is interesting and in, and in ruined in the third act. Mm. Like that's like I, I agree with most of what you said about the first act being overall good um i you know like i said i I have some problems with how they get to the bart burning the tree down but i like i like that idea and then the execution up to a certain point up until when when he confesses and what really works for me is how into christmas he is Mm, yeah i i relate to bart except you didn't you didn't like that he liked a fire truck (laughs) That's true. <laughs> you were very vocal about that's like, true. Why would Bart want a fire truck? That's the one thing where I was like, "Come on!" It's a tr- you never liked trucks when you were a kid. Sure, fire trucks. My dad was a fireman, so maybe I'm biased. But was, I was he like, a fireman? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm sure this has come up before. I'm sure it has. Um, but yeah, I was like, I don't remember what my dad does. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe you should call him once in a while. Uh, he'll call me. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, 
<laughs> we'll get him on the pod one day. Yeah, I have the episode. Do you? Yeah. I've told you. Oh, did you? I don't remember things. Yeah, well, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to happen though. John great. Wilson will be on this <laughs> podcast. It's uh, it might be the one thing that I ask him for <laughs> in regards to my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Listen, Dad, you don't need to come to the wedding. You don't need to do anything. Oh, he's going to be on my podcast. He's going to come, but I didn't ask him to. He's just going to... He's, he's my dad, so he's going to come to the wedding. Like, I, I don't need to ask him. He'll just come, but like... I think you still need to invite him. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I've never planned a wedding. I don't know. But no, I'm not going like... to invite you. You're coming. <laughs> but you did invite me in a, in a roundabout way. He has a roundabout way. Yeah. Where it would be like really awkward if I didn't. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, right. My dad. Your dad. <laughs> Don't know what he does. I'm going to ask him mm-hmm. to the, to be on the show, mm-hmm. and he will, because it's uh, my it's my wedding. It's your wedding present? It's my wedding present. <laughs> yeah. That is the only way I get him on this show. <laughs> be great if you asked him, and then he's like, and it's like, oh, and you're like, yeah, come on, like, it, make it my wedding present. He's like, oh, all right, and then, like, deletes, like... Honeymoon in Ve- in uh, Hawaii uh, tickets or you know oh <laughs> whoopsie if it's between that and that then <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going with that ah oh, damn it <laughs> but I can come right what no oh. <laughs> never been to Hawaii that's fun really it's great ah oh, damn you yeah it's nice turtles did you go to Jurassic Park did I go no I did not that's what I would do yeah yeah it was like a little tour. Huh. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, you can take a little tour of like where they filmed a bunch of stuff. I thought they Jurassic filmed Park. Jurassic Park in Isla Nublar. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't. I, I couldn't go on with the bit. I'm sorry. That's totally fine. Just railroaded that. That's totally fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, where could I go with this? And it was too late. Because um, that was very funny. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, site B. There you go. Sornar. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Jurassic Park's great. Um, I want to watch it in theaters soon, if it's still playing places. It might be. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, It truly might be. Uh, I tell you, I saw Sonic. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, well, I saw. Theater. I, I think I saw your like a Facebook or an Instagram post about it. I think it. I mentioned in the Patreon. I yeah, it might be. And um, uh, no, I saw I saw an Instagram post where you said uh, thoroughly mediocre Jim Carrey was great, um, and yep. I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movies the the movies are aggressively fine. Yeah. It's very rote. It's very formulaic. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it's not like I expected anything grand. But it's, it's completely functional, which is to say, like, that's a lot Yeah, for a lot of video game movies. Um, it's completely functional. It's fine. Jim Carrey is weirdly incredible. He's so good. And, yeah. like, honestly, they just needed to introduce him earlier. Yeah. I don't give a shit about Longclaw. I, that was kind of neat. Is he in the games? 
I have no idea. Okay. I don't care about Sonic. Who cares about Sonic? I don't know. <laughs> You're like, oh, that was kind of neat. I thought you meant like, oh, like a nice callback to no, I don't Sonic and, and Knuckles or some shit. I don't know. Who's Knuckles? Knuckles I'm kidding. We know who Knuckles is. Did you know I had a hedgehog once? No, I didn't. I named him Knuckles. That was a weird thing to do. I know. Knuckles is People isn't. expected me to name him Sonic. I'm like, fuck you. I'm naming him Knuckles. <laughs> And then it's like, he's an echidna, you know? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Not this one. This one's a hedgehog. <laughs> Not every name needs to be with the same species. Anyway. That sounds... that's oh, So you were this way when you were mm-hmm. a kid. Oh, I've been this way for my whole life, my friend. <laughs> a stubborn asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. I feel like we're running out of things to talk about on the, about the about the Simpsons. <laughs> About this episode. Whoopsie. Uh, here's something that I kind of liked. Yeah, tell me about it. But again, I, I think this would have worked better if it was the end of the episode. Okay, okay. But the but let's talk about what it was. <laughs> uh, the It's a Wonderful Life parody, uh, which is a very clear parody. Uh, Lisa's playing piano and Homer yells at her. And I'm like, that's a time where that works. Him being a dick works. A, because it's parodying uh, Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. But it also makes sense for Homer to be like, I like, he he yells at her for playing the saxophone all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I I don't know I just like that moment of, because uh, that always makes me lo- like laugh even though I'm not supposed to in It's a Wonderful Life where he's just like, would you quit practicing the damn piano? Like he's just so mad at this his child. I have no idea what. Have you never re- seen It's a Wonderful about. Life? I didn't know that was a reference. Oh my god! I had Greg. no idea. Greg, <laughs> Greg, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. You should watch it. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Just watch fucking I don't know Prince of Egypt for the seventh time. Muppets. I don't know what you... <laughs> Obviously Muppets. No, I, I, for Christmas I know, but I'm just saying in general, like you watch so many movies like five times. Hey, you can't watch It's a Wonderful Life what you, once. What are you talking about? What? What do you mean? Dark Knight. What about it? Rises. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You saw that in theaters. Oh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. You weirdo. What? <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? I'm calling you out. <laughs> it was an IMAX. <laughs> it was an IMAX screening. That's pretty cool. There's over 35 minutes of IMAX footage in that movie. It's pretty good. It's incredible. <laughs> it's a relentless thunder of a movie. So. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do the reference desk? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so the title, of course, is a reference to Miracle on 34th Street heard of it uh yeah i haven't seen the original i saw the Mm. remake yeah yeah uh the original is better i would say it's black and white right it is yeah then how can it be better okay (laughs) (laughs) now i know why you don't want to watch it's a wonderful life uh imagine if i was that kind of a person i I would hate you Um, Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, he gets a Tickle Me Krusty doll. Me Did crusty. you ever have a Tickle Me Elmo? No. I, no, I didn't, actually. I it was the hot toy. No, a I, lot of people uh, had it. I, I'm sorry I, I sounded like I took offense to that question. <laughs> but uh, would have been. I think you would have been the right but, age. No, the thing is, I did take out? offense to that question. All right. How dare you? Well, sometimes Elmos would need to be tickled. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one, no. And I never had a Furby, either. 
Oh, yeah. See, I never had a lot of the quote-unquote hot toys, but no. my brother often did. Oh, he okay. never got a Tickle Me Elmo, but he did get a Furby. Right. And I hated it. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, we have. The Furbies suck. Furbies the worst. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, the old folks' home, they're all kind of dancing like uh, Peanuts characters. Really? Yeah. That's cute. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, I've mentioned already, but uh, yeah, the whole... The, the, just for you and maybe anyone else who's n- never seen that movie because they're fools. I'm sure there's tons of us. There's dozens of us. Uh <laughs> basically like the whole like uh you have to come in here it's a miracle the whole town is banded together to give you a bunch of money that's what happens at the climax of uh or the fi- finale of it's a wonderful life yeah um the piano playing is actually uh earlier in the movie where he yells at her but then when he comes back he's like play the song and he she plays uh, uh old lang syne and then they sing that together oh yeah that's and a good honestly, song honestly there, so there's like the the line, uh, his brother comes back, and it's a whole thing. You have to see the movie because like that's the beauty of the movie is they build up so much shit, and then that final is such catharsis. Um, but his brother said like raises glasses says to George Bailey, the richest man I know, and I cry. <laughs> I mean that worked for me just now. Yeah, that was so nice. you should watch the movie. It's very good. Um, uh, March think, of Dimes. Do you think my life would be different if I watched it? I think it would be. Really? Yep. In a better way? Yep. Cool. <laughs> um, March of Dimes, you told me this because I know it, Mo was holding it up and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly there's a joke here, um, but it's, a, I guess, a charity like UNICEF, you said. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's the joke because he's like, ah, oh, the tip jar, but it's supposed to be for charity. He's going to give it away. He's a bad guy. He's a bad person. <laughs> um, Jeopardy. Yes. Alex I'm Trebek. sorry I forgot about talking about this. Yeah, I meant to talk about this it as well. rules. This is probably one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yes, yeah. this part rules again. It's great. I just want to say to be my usual self. Great joke. Button's the worst part. She's not getting the home version. Don't don't eat it. Get it out of there. Mar- Marge run and they leave. Perfect ending to that because the 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 gangbusters line is. Uh, well, first, I mean, I really like, uh, not so fast, Marge, you owe us $5,300. Yes. You said you under, when I asked you if you understood the rules of the game. You said you did. You said you did. He's good. Judges. And I like judges. And it's like two bouncers or like, uh, uh, hired goons. Um, and then run Marge. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. But then they have that last little button that I, I just don't like as much. But, but regardless, it's still a very funny joke. I just love the, the slow pan as well. To Marge's score <laughs> and her looking so trepidatious, like whoopsie. Unless negative fifty two hundred dollars. And it's funny because when I was a kid, I act, I, I had that thought too. Me too. Of like, so if they're in the red, do they owe the show money? That's exactly what I thought. I thought that's how the show yeah. stayed alive by taking getting money, dummies on. Yeah, getting dum dums. <laughs> And Rich dum dums, getting them in the, the red and having them pay it back. Yeah, it's like wild. I do love the uh, like the the idea it brings forth too is that Marge is not very good at trivia, but she tries because like you have contestants who just like never buzz in, and you're like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. Like they didn't know the answers, or they just weren't good at the buzzer, whatever. But you have Marge who buzzes, bu- must have buzzed in often, yes, and got it wrong. <laughs> Yes, to to be negative fifty two hundred is a lot. Yeah, uh, unless like I, you could argue, she, maybe she did a daily double and biffed it. 
bet it all. Yeah, there's a it. whole there's episode a... that I would love to see. Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> I would I would love to see Marge's Jeopardy Marge's episode. Marge's Jeopardy episode. Um, so that's the Jeopardy uh, reference. Uh, Alex Trebek. We can also shout out to him because yeah. he voices himself and yeah. he's a Canadian treasure. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I mean, as far as I know, still uh, bat- I'm, he's definitely still battling cancer, but uh, is still alive. So, yeah. which is, yeah, you know the uh, the cancer that he has is uh, apparently like ninety percent fatal. Yep, or something. So, yeah. like when it was di- when he was diagnosed, like most people were like already like, oh man, like yeah, we had that, a good cry in this house. It's, yeah, it's a tough. It's it. a it was a tough thing, and so it's great that because he's, he's keep keeping going because he's truly not just a Canadian treasure. He's, he's an international treasure. He's an international treasure. He's a he's a he's a television history icon. Yeah. He's Can you imagine like it's just hard to imagine Jeopardy with anyone else. Truly. I know that happens with every long running thing. Truly. You know, Bob Barker was another one yep. where people are like, How's the price is right gonna work without Bob Barker? And then Drew Carey did fine. He does uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Like he's he's amicable. Um but yeah. Uh Alex Trebek is great. He's a very good good man. Um, and a good guest star. Like he doesn't have yeah. much to say, but he does it well. He does it well. Um, there's a there was a, I think the tournament of champions or something was happening just shortly after his diagnosis, and um, one of the contestants like in Final Jeopardy said like we love you, Alex. I was, yeah. And he he legit and consummate professional. Like rarely ever like cracks or anything. And he started like choking up and like eyeballed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that video. It's there's there's a clip of it on YouTube. Yeah. It's. So it's truly special because you can tell he's trying to just like be like, oh, that's so that's so sweet, but then yeah. he like can't control his emotions yeah. and yep. It's uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> life in hell. <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> the the cartoon. Yeah, that's the next reference. I'm so sorry, um, but uh, comic book guy is carrying a bunch of stuffed animals, and one of them is the is life, the bunny life in hell rabbit. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Um, Good for you, Matt Groening. Still plugging your garbage. Yep. <laughs> And then uh, the final song playing in the credits is Santa's On His Way by Bob Wills. That's a nice song. Jingling, jingling, baby, baby. It's one you don't really hear in Christmas specials. That's true. So I'm I'm grateful for it. What's your favorite joke? Um aside, oh, from, aside from Jeopardy, if that I mean that's one of mine, but Yeah, I mean like I really love that. Yeah. I think I think that's I was great. it's in this episode too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's such a weird like veer. Oh shit! It's it's like it feels kind of like a Family Guy joke, you know? Like yeah, the cutaway, like the cutaway, and then they're back to where they were, and it's just like, oh, that was a weird detour, but it, I don't know, it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite joke is because um, you're struggling. I am struggling. <laughs> it's okay. Um, is when Bart's describing the burglar to yeah. the police, yeah, and it's like, oh, he's wearing a <laughs> like a convict suit. And was carrying a large sack with a dollar sign on it. And then Lou, uh, Eddie or Lou? I can never remember. It's Lou. Uh, Lou says, uh, classic burglar. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, it's a weird subversion where you'd think they'd be like, all right, like this kid's lying. But he's just like, huh, yeah, that's what they look like. Burglars are always carrying sacks of money with dollar signs on them. I do love what happens right after that. Yeah. Where he's oh, like, wait, wait, like, like, don't worry, we'll catch him. Uh, Chief. Really, <laughs> chief. It's like, like what? Wow, there's always yeah. a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really funny because it's true. Because it's true, cops are useless. Most crimes go unsolved. Um, <laughs> let's burn it all down. Who, um, who are you gonna call? Probably your neighbor. Yeah, they'd, they'd help you before. Better, yeah. Police would. 
Um, oh, what was? Oh, I was watching Parks and Rec today, and yeah. there was a Andy is like trying to be become a police officer, yeah. uh, and he's talking to an actual police officer at one point. And he's like, "Here's this is pretty much the job is just writing stuff down." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, they just take reports and statements and stuff. They don't actually go out and catch bad guys." Unfortunately, there's a better way. There's a better way. Just have to find it. Yep. Um. So I, I this is hard. I can't think of a favorite joke. Yeah. If I'm being other than the Jeopardy, Jeopardy. one, because I, mean, I, really, be I really, I really like that. I really think it's that it's funny. That's allowed. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Jeopardy. Great. MVP. Oh, Bart. Yeah, I think it's Bart. It's yeah, yeah. Because like even when the the episode shifts into what I don't like, I think he's consistent yeah. at least, and he doesn't become like a piece of shit or like you know, go out of his way to lie more, which like is something they could have done easily. Yeah, um, yeah. I like I like his his whole journey to that point where he confesses, and then the episode itself just kind of pulls the rug out and makes it a bit of a bad episode. But his journey is good. Yeah. So he's the MVP for me. Um. Oh wait! Hmm? I actually do love the that he gets he guesses Lisa's sweater right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Well, and just Marge's like response, right? Yeah, like put down put down that sweater. Yeah, where you can tell she's not trying to like reveal it. It's just like she's in mom mode and yeah. just like yeah, it's funny. I think that's really that's good funny. stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thumbs down. I uh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> Thing is, I liked this episode more than I remembered. That's fair, and so I, I think I, I think I did too. Yeah. To be fair, like yeah. I think again that the first two acts or whatever, again up to that point, uh, I think I'd like overall. Um, there's still some small things like Homer being a dick that I don't like. The cynicism is still prevalent throughout. Um, but in my mind, I always did remember the reason I don't like this episode is because of that final act, and it just it 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 ruins any good faith for me. You know. Yeah. You can't you can't Absolutely. have a bad third act and still be a good movie, for example, right? Yeah, that's how I feel yeah. in general. Like usually, yeah. if a movie, if I'm on board with a movie and then it just shits the bed in the final, I keep saying final in the finale, um, <laughs> then it's it becomes a bad movie. Yeah, you know, it's like McKee says, "Wow, I'm in the third act, and you're fine." He's not wrong. He's wrong about a lot of things, but that's not one of them. <laughs> but not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send him home happy. Yeah. Or at least with stars in their eyes. Yes. Well, that about does it. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Guess what next week is? Oh, it's our clip show. All singing, all dancing, and we're going to do it entirely as a musical. That's right. I have been learning piano for the (laughs) entire length of lockdown, and I've written a Simpsons musical. (laughs) I mean, that would be fun. I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I have sheet music for you here. Let me just, oh, let no. me just ruffle something. Uh, you don't even have paper near you to do the fucking foley. There you go. You have... <laughs> that was a curtain. Shut up. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way that sounds like paper. It's true. There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to ruin the magic. That's all right. Uh, should have had something on hand. But yeah, we'll do a mailbag next next uh, time as well. So uh, once again, we have some uh, stacked up, as it were, uh, e stacked up. So send us in some questions if you want us to answer some questions. Uh, we'll we'll do it. Thousand percent. 
and uh, then we'll talk about this weird, weird clip show that they decided to do in season nine about singing and dancing and dancing and not Ted dancing. That'd be great. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> handsome man. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, you can find us on the socials at Bad Neighbors Pod or Two Bad Neighbors of Simpsons Podcast, and you can email us at the Hammock District on Third at Gmail dot com. Numerical three. And please subscribe to our Patreon. Two bucks gets you all our bonus content, including a weird tangent we did this episode. I don't know how long it was, but it was pretty it's long. Pretty long. Yeah. About Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can listen to that as well as our reviews of Zombie Years stuff and our commentaries. Our next one coming out soon is uh, Dragonheart. I am the last one. He is the last one. And uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird, weird movie. Yeah. Um, but I loved it <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, tune in to see if I love it this time. Uh, anything else you want to say, Greg? Uh, come to Heritage Park and check out the two-story outhouse. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I use it? Um, no. Like, is it operating? Okay. No. Because <laughs> that'd be something. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. I would... Uh, it would stock up. They airlifted it from the old Windsor Hotel, I'm not sure where, and dropped it in Heritage. I arrive, and I'm like, hey, Greg, I've been eating bran muffins and drinking coffee all day. Where's that outhouse? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. Keep watching the skis. <laughs> <laughs>